Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, you guys? Hey, 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 folks. Thank you so much for joining us. We are here um, for season three, episode five of Healing Eve. And of course, I couldn't do it without the lovely, I swear, you know, she's makeup ready. I'm not. This is the buffalo. That's the after. Give it up. Give it up for the Killing Eve famous fan, Mia Bravo. Oh my gosh. That was the best intro ever. And honestly, I think I'm before and you're after. You're gorgeous. Girl, whatever. Gorgeous. Back people. But, um, <laughs> But whatever, we're here in quarantine. So thank you guys for checking us out because we're here to talk everything, which is Killing Eve, episode cinco. So how did you feel overall? What are your overall thoughts, Mia? So the beginning was so funny and I just honestly was like, the name of this episode should be, who are you? <laughs> because I love that interaction that went on in the beginning, right? When um, Bill and I got to the house. But that right. was so funny. But my honest, my truly honest to God thoughts, Erica, about this this entire episode is that I was kind of bored out of my mind, honestly, until right. the end. Until the end. I don't know what it was, but I just was like not really feeling it until the conversation she had with her mom at the very end when things got real which I know it's storytelling. So it had to lead there. Like we had to see into their world of like, you know, this backstory and how Villanelle grow up. So I appreciate it. But I also was just kind of like, okay. did So by the end, I was a happy girl. I thought it ended fabulously. And of course, like straight Villanelle style fire. Yeah. Literally. It's funny. Like I really, I actually really liked it. Cause I was like, I think you really, um, they're trying to give you sort of, and you get some of this in um, other sort of action movies or different sort of killer movies, I guess. But mm-hmm. you you kind of want to know, like, how did this person become this way? Was she born evil or did she become evil? So I feel like that's kind of what they are trying to show you. Like, okay, well, yeah, you know, maybe if your mama dumped you and went back for your brother or kept your brother or whatever and just dumped you and, you know, all these yeah. little gems of, okay, this is how she became a psychopath theoretically or was she born so and then and that was the whole thing about like when they were looking through the photo album and it's like okay so she always was kind of weird with these crazy costumes and stuff so she could have been crazy from birth and so it's you know so I found I actually liked that part and the whole time I was like is she gonna kill everybody in the house or just the mother so from the beginning, I was like, oh, she's definitely killing somebody. Yes, me too. I thought that same thing. Right. From the very beginning, I was like, she's going to kill them. And then, um, and especially when I felt like they were having too much fun, I was like, she might kill them. But, um, but it was really interesting, I think. Um, what were your thoughts uh, on that note? What were your thoughts about her 
and sort of her um, her interaction with her brother Hightower, basically Peter in Russian, I presume. Mm -hmm. But what were your? How did you feel about that? Um, I thought he was really cool. I love that they introduced his character, and it was like kind of bond. I feel like they kind of vibed. Like I feel like he understood her in a way, and he was like proud of her, which was I think different for her. Like when they're in the restaurant, and he was like, "This is my sister. Like I'm eating with my sister." I thought that was like really cute, but of course she was like bleh. So um, I thought, yeah, I thought it was good that she had that for a minute, that he had that, and clearly it paid off because I mean the ending. Yeah, so do you feel feel like she actually, because um, I know you're like, okay, she's a sociopath or whatever, but do you feel like she has an actual true affinity for her brothers, the older and the younger? This is an interesting conversation. Honestly, I was thinking about this at the very end. I sat for five minutes and I was like, I need to get to the bottom of that. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. And I think she does. And we talked about this last time. I don't know if you remember last episode, me and you were talking about the fact, like, has there been a kill yet where she spared people, where she intended to kill everybody or like, or not everybody intended to kill someone or kill a group of people. And then like, was like, no, you, you can leave. Like you can survive. And clearly in this episode, she did it. We saw it for the first time, or maybe I think, but she let her, the two, the two boys go, the brothers. So I, I think she might have an affinity for them, actually. I don't, unless we'll, we'll see in future episodes, I don't know why else she would have kept them alive because then it's like, they know, like they know that she killed the whole family. So maybe, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think they'll, I think they'll come into play, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But I don't, I don't think they'll rat on her or anything like that. But I don't, I also don't think she kept them alive because they're like, like do something for her that was kind of like the runaround on Femme Innocence. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I agree. I definitely feel like it was interesting because when she came in, um, even though she kind of gave him a hard time or whatever, she was always, uh, she definitely had some sort of affection for her brother. Mm-hmm. So I think, and I think you realize this from the very beginning, you know, from, from Peter and then her younger brother as well. Um, she seemed to, but I think she's always kind of been, unless they're like really obnoxious, I think she's consistently been pretty cool with kids throughout every season. You know what I'm saying? I she's not really, really, yeah, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. You go ahead. No, no, it's okay. No, it's fine. No, I, I don't think she, like if the kids are kind of cool and, or they're having some sort of struggles or something, I feel like she definitely um, isn't sort of like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? There are a few little scenes where if the kids are bad, she'll like act a fool. But if they're <laughs> nice, sort of like the underdog, I assume how she felt she was, it's just kind of cool with them, you know? Yeah, I was going to say too, speaking of the little kid, but is, is that her younger brother? Who is that? That's the brother or cousin, the little boy. I think that's that's her brother. Okay, that is remember, her brother. She's two. Remember, yeah, because remember the okay. scene where she's in there and she's talking to him or something and she's like, who's that? And he says- that's mama and then that's when she's like running to get out the house and crazy and whatever uh-huh. and then that's when I was like oh yeah that's her little brother okay you know yeah got it, got it that's what I thought I wanted to make sure too I was like because I didn't really like she was really close with like the older one clearly but um yeah I like you said I was scared when they sat on that bench and he was hitting himself in the head after the mom was like being so rude to him or when I was like telling him like he couldn't do whatever and he was like oh my gosh I suck 
I literally was like, she's gonna befriend, she's gonna like get on his side and then kill him because this is a pattern we've seen with Felix, that one that one kid last time in the clown suit or her mentee, and then the guy in the hospital. Okay. So I was a little All worried right. she was slow gonna down, kill him. Slow down, slow down. Okay, she killed Felix because he was an idiot and messed up the job. Like that's why she killed him. I that's think true. Felix would still be around because she liked Felix, but it's like Felix yeah. Mark- Jumping on this person, making a mess in the bedroom, and we gotta walk past all the kids and his daughter. <laughs> so that I will say, I have to, I have to give you that. But she did kill that other kid that she kind of felt for. So yeah. right on, on that. And he kid. did ask to die. He did ask to die, and she did it. So I guess you're right. We just never I, know I, with I, her. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. Like I do feel like the other kid in the hospital or whatever. I was like, wow, she killed him. So you're right, but I feel like I feel like she had to kill Felix because he like messed up everything. So yeah, um, that's true. Messy. You know, I'm kind of like, okay, what are you doing, Felix? Like, SME. You know, you can't walk out of here with blood on you. Where's your mask at? I mean, he he was doing the most. But um, but yeah, but another thing I thought in that scene when the brother because she saw him banging his head before and didn't say anything, and I think that's when you start to realize that even though everything appears fine to some extent, um, it might be something really wrong with the mother. Because it's like, why is this little boy in the room, you know, banging his head against the wall or whatever? Yeah, and the older brother had the anger couch too, which I love. I was like, maybe those. Yeah, yeah, okay. So what did you think about how um, the older brother, I guess, clearly something happened in their family that he dealt with it in a way that was different to Villanelle. And that's when he was like, oh, do you think that's crazy? And she was like, you know, no. Yeah, I don't, I really don't know. I don't know if it's because Villanelle again is like built different, like clearly he's not as extreme as she is. And so he probably felt like I have to be here. You know, maybe he could have had like, um, feel like a responsibility to stay with the family because she was gone like when he came back or like I don't know what was going through his head but I feel like Villanelle everyone handled something differently and she was probably like I'm getting the f out of here and he was like I'm gonna make the best of it and just like keep a smile on my face and keep the family together in some sort of way um but yeah I don't know what do you think you're like the psychologist here who's (laughs) knows everything somehow so okay so the way and let me ask you your opinion because um, I saw the episode literally right before we're taping. So um, so the, the way they kind of piece together is a little disjointed, right? So to me, it sounded like the mother dumped Villanelle at an orphanage. Mm-hmm. And supposedly the people at the orphanage, I don't know if there was a fire or whatever. And then all of a sudden, she is told that Villanelle is dead. And then they tell Villanelle that everyone else is dead or whatever her family said. Um, So the question is, why did she take Villanelle instead of the brother? Because she was like, why did you get rid of him? He cried all the time, right? Yeah. So I think, um, you know, so, and so then in their discussion in the end, the mother says, uh, your father was the one that wanted to get rid of you because, you know, like you're a psychopath. Uh-huh. Um, what are your thoughts about why the mother really got rid of her? I, it is so hard to tell. And that's why I love this scene. I thought it was so complex. And like, I think she said a lot of things that were like, I was like, she has a point that other things I was like, 
damn, that was really rude. Like you're her mom. And I, I don't know. I just feel like maybe there was some truth to both of the things they were saying. And I think the real reason that she maybe got got rid of Villanelle is because of what she was saying. Like, I think she was being honest. Like, she just was like, you were like kind of a monster. Like they kept saying the darkness, the darkness, like she clearly had a darkness in her. And like, I think, I also think that they, like I said, both sides of that, of their, of their perspectives could be true. And I just think like the mom's behavior probably like exacerbated everything that had to do with Villanelle like it probably made like she already had that darkness in her but then like the mom clearly like just set something off in her for Villanelle to become the way that she did um but I think the mom clearly saw that she was like you're you've got issues I'm getting rid of you I don't think there was any other like secret meaning do you (laughs) of course you do I know I just wanted your opinion um okay so let's (laughs) yeah well whatever let's get back to let's talk about the festival because I thought that was so cute and I really liked that part because it was nice to see Villanelle having like regular fun and being cheered on by her family and all of that stuff what were your thoughts about the festival season it was really fun. It was just cool to see too, like just another culture and like how they do their festivals. Like I thought it was really detailed and every part of it was just so cool and relatable and fun. And like you said, the thing, the whole point is like the show is kind of like normalizing a serial killer in a way. And like clearly we have like a female serial killer, which is like insanely awesome because right. you don't see that, but it's like, they're really like, what? There's not a show where we literally see their everyday life of this person who's killing all these people. So even knowing that, it was just so weird to see her, like, when she, you know, the festival as well, but, like, even when she first got to the house, seeing her in this normal setting as a real, real normal person, because this is not just her walking on the streets with Constantine, you know, or, like, getting ice cream with Dasha, like, she's at home. And I was like, this is crazy. So this was, like, another level of her, like, having fun and getting excited, like, a little, like, she was just a little kid. Like, when she was playing the carnival game and with the cups and they were, like, switching them around and she kept winning and the girl was like, that's enough. I just thought it was so funny. Like, she was like, yeah, like, do it again. And it was just, like, so animated. And she's just, like, a little kid. And it's, like, kind of like what her mom said at the end or when she came to her mom at the end, it was like, I want to feel like a little kid. She was like, you're not a little kid. She's like, but like wipe my face. I want to feel like it. And I just feel like this was like her trying to relive her childhood and it brought like childlike qualities out of her. I know. And I really appreciated that. And it was so good to see. Honestly, I thought that when the girls were shooting, I was like, oh, Villanelle is going to come and shoot the good and be like the best. But I like the fact that it was the dumb throwing contest that she won. Like it was just her mere strength that kind of carried her through so I thought that was super super cool and it was interesting to see um kind of how she interrelated with uh her little brother and Mm -hmm. then um what are your thoughts about the stepdad and the stepbrother so the older brother who's like randomly picking up women all the time and uh you know like did she kill all of them in the house too but anyway what are your thoughts about the stepbrother and the father uh, I mean, the they were like the stepbrother was definitely just trash. I was like, okay, boy, whatever. He was from the beginning. I was like, all right, whatever. You're a strange one. But um, the stepdad, I when he was out, I think it was like, was it a garden? They were gardening, and she came outside to get more out of why her mom did what she did. I was like, oh my gosh, because like you, same thing, Erica. When this when this all started, I was like, I knew. 
because you know I fall for it all the time I was like Villanelle is not going to soften up she's not going to I was like she's going to kill someone I knew it from the very beginning and then he was the first one because I never thought she was going to kill the mom I really didn't I thought I was like That's oh really I'm going to do it yeah but I was like she's going to kill someone or something I don't know but I thought it was the stepdad at first I was like oh my gosh she's going to kill him the way she came on to him was like, tell me the truth. And it was like all this stuff. Um, but then I was like, oh my God, no. And this is when I thought she's going to kill the mom. But it took this scene for me to think like that she was going to kill her own mother. But I didn't, really? I definitely because, didn't think it before that. Oh, I definitely thought it when, um, I think at first I was like, is she going to kill her whole family? Like, cause they clearly have started this life without her. But, yeah. but I definitely thought she was going to kill the mom when she uh when the mom came because she was like almost afraid when she was like yeah. trying to run and that's the only time I've really seen her where I was like oh my gosh she seems actually shook and then when the mom is like hugging her and stuff she didn't look like just angry like clearly she did something to her and so that's the yeah. whole time I was like okay well what did she do to her to make her like terrified of this woman and yeah. all of that you know what I'm saying so I kind of thought from that mm. point that she was going to probably kill the mother but I thought she probably was going to kill everybody but I definitely thought she was going to kill the mom because I was like she's happy for the brother she loves the brother uh -huh. um even the younger one she's kind of feeling some kind of ways but she was cool with him but she was terrified when her mother walked through that door mm. I felt anyway like I just felt wow. her of like running and the doors locked and stuff it's like what <laughs> that's so good see I definitely did not pin it as I mean clearly now we know she was terrified yeah. I pinned it more as her like freaking out and being like oh my gosh I'm about to see her finally like it was more of a like panic and not like her being scared I just thought she was panicking because she didn't know how to react or like love right. and that's what right. I thought right that's um, what you're saying too but then like when she hugged her Villanelle looks so crazy I was yeah. like what does this woman Girl. do like why <laughs> like she's not even afraid of her handlers like that why is she here like so um so yeah idea. so that's interesting so then I think so yeah so what is what are your thoughts about why they put in the wacky stepbrother because especially when they're playing that card game and he was like I know a killer when I see one what are oh, your yeah. thoughts about him and kind of what his purpose was I guess in this episode First of all, I think his, was it his girlfriend was a freaking weirdo. She was so funny. And when they had their mom and me, a girl group going with at the festival, I was just dying <laughs> laughing. I was like, what is this performance? I'm crying. It's so funny. Um, but I, I think he was more of like, he kind of served his purpose in that scene. Like I think for maybe not, like, it wasn't comedic relief and it wasn't like uh, foreshadowing. I wouldn't even know what mechanism to really call it, but like it was like a hint at something like he was like, yeah, like I know. And so maybe that was, it was maybe a little bit of foreshadowing saying like, yeah, she's going to kill someone in this episode. But I, I think he was more of like, there has to be one annoying person in the family and she had to kill a house full of people and he had to be in it. So I think it was just more of like, he was almost like a, a prop character. That's not a thing at all. I don't know why I said that, <laughs> but like they just, he's a filler. They had to put him in there. We had to not like somebody and then she had to kill him. And that's how it goes. What about you? What do you think? Um, yeah, no, mostly I agree. I mean, I feel like in that particular scene, um, 
even though they were playing a game or whatever, I feel like they wanted you to get the vibe. Like he really saw who she really was as opposed to everyone here is putting on this, you know, like the mother is pretending to be um, kind of nicer, I guess, than what Villanelle has known her to be. And, you know, Villanelle is kind of, oh yeah, because everybody was like, oh, okay, you look innocent or whatever. And, um, and she's sitting there looking like, I am innocent. And he's looking like, I see a killer. I know you're a killer. So yeah. I thought that was kind of a fun thing. Um, yeah, it was an interesting dynamic, I think, between the step family and, you know, and your real family. So it's like, okay, you know, you're not my real brother, so you can't go out to the barn. And so, <laughs> so you're just going to uh, burn or whatever. So yeah, it's like, whatever. And then, um, okay, so a couple of things. What do you, what are your, what do you think um, is going on with, so what happened to their, like, what's the situation with her and her father, her real father? Because I feel like that is so, there are so many sort of seeds planted, but not really, to me, it just brought more questions out more so than answers. So what do you know, what were your feelings about how Villanelle one felt about her father and what do you think actually happened to her father? I honestly didn't even think that far ahead. I, I was just so blown away by the end of this. I was like, holy crap. I was thinking my focus is more on the brothers. And I was like, what are they going to do? Are they going to say anything? Um, but you're right. I mean, she like mentioned him a few times, but I really don't, I don't know where she stands with him. It's like, what, it, I don't know if she'll like go after that or like try to figure out what happened there. Maybe that's where she goes next after this. Like, I don't know if it'll pick up back in London. I, I have no idea. What do you think? <laughs> well, the reason why I bring it up is because the whole time her father's dead, right? And so then they're looking through the scrapbook photo, but there's no pictures of the dad. Mm -hmm. And then she goes out and then, you know, and then that scene where she's with her brother and he's, she's like, oh, my father, you know, our, he taught us how to fight and it was better when he was around. So I feel like it was one of those situations perhaps where the mother is abusive, but the father is like the nice person, mm. whatever. Yeah. Um, but what I thought, or what I sort of think, which, cause I was like, oh, did I, cause I couldn't hear all of like when she was talking to her mother at the end. Yeah. But I think her mother killed the father. Cause I, cause I was like, well, where, who, how did the father die? Cause they don't ever talk about it. And she doesn't want pictures anywhere in the scrapbook. And I feel like this whole, your father thought you were going to kill us. So that's why I abandoned you. It's like, really? Is that what happened? And that is what happened. And then when she's like, you know, now that I'm a killer, I'm like you. What does she mean, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, what was she talking about? So you solved me, it. <laughs> well, I don't know, but that's what I thought. I was like, she killed the father. That's what I really think. And um, and so honestly, what made me first clue into that was when she went out to talk to the stepfather because he was digging in the ground and stuff. And I was like, I bet you her dad's in that ground. And so, <laughs> but maybe I'm just a dark person, but whatever. But I'm just saying. <laughs> but then when she went to him and she was like really questioning him about, well, what did she oh really tell God. you? What did she really say about me? What happened to me and stuff? Like, I feel like maybe there's more with the history between, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's more of also what happened to her dad, like for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying because I think in her belief, 
she believes her father was always behind her. And so, um, you know, that was kind of, I think, part of the issue. And her mother was like, no, you know, he, he saw your darkness. And that's probably when she was like, okay, you know, this is one good thing I got is this one memory and you messing that up. So I've got to kill you. But, um, but anyway, so that was kind of, I wanted to see if you, cause that's kind of, I was like, yeah, so attached to the father, but they never really said how he died. You're and so I, right. Like, did he have a heart attack? Or even if he did like, you know, whatever people poison, whatever. But I'm like, they, the way they kind of tiptoed around, did they have a heart attack? Or, you know, did, uh-huh. how did he die? They never really said how he died. And um, to me, like, I get that her mom is mean or whatever, but to say that killing makes me like you, I think, yeah. Like, what does that mean, really? And mm-hmm. I was shocked. I was shocked at how, in, in that scene, I remember being like, she just straight up told her. I didn't think she'd actually come out and say it. I knew she'd eventually say, like, yeah, that's where I've been killing people. But, like, the way she said it, she was like, you know, right? And, like, I think she said it like she knew her mom knew because she knew her mom. Like, it takes one to know one, right? And I think her mom at a young age saw this and knew what she was going to do. But, like, the fact to me, you're right. Now this is all coming together. And the fact that at the end she said, I think I need to kill you to her mom. And then it was that long shot on Villanelle's face and then on her mom. And her mom just had the same straight face. It was almost like she knew what she was coming. She knew she had such a calm in that scene where she either thought that it wasn't going to happen, that Villanelle wouldn't do it. Or she was like, this is going to happen. And I, in the back of my head, know I deserve it. Or like knew it was coming to me, not deserve it maybe, but like knew it was coming. So that makes total sense. You should just host this whole show. Uh, That's it. Period. I'm like, let me send out a spec script. (laughs) No, here's, but here's another thing I do think about that too, is I don't know if this is sort of like going to resolve all of Villanelle's backstory, but I'm still at a crossroads between um, what the mother really knew. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, part of me wonders, like, did you really take her to an orphanage or did you just sell her to these people that turned her into killers? Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Who knows what she did? Because, I mean, you know, that happens. So I'm like, did you? And I feel like Villanelle already knows, kind of like, you know how you play me. And so I think she knows that her brothers are innocent or whatever, but I feel like there was probably a lot behind the mother, you know what I'm saying, that like we haven't seen yet or maybe we won't know, but there were a few different things. So the whole time I was like, okay, really? The orphanage, because wow. even the whole story, like, oh, it's it's two floors and they said you were killed. And maybe like, that's just- why she was prying too. That's why she was yeah. maybe like prying at the father and why she wants to go home and figure out everything that happened. That's so true. True. But yeah, Jodie Foster deserves a freaking another Emmy for that scene. Like it was so, so good. This was like the best. Oh, one of the best yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, she, although Jodie Foster's. Oh, did I say Jodie Foster? Oh, oh my God. I, even after all that, I didn't even realize it just slipped. I was like, oh yeah. Jodie, that, okay. Jodie Foster would have been wild in the show. It would not have been the same. Too, but yes. <laughs> but it's funny because actually, since you bring that up, because I was going to mention it another time. This is one of those episodes where very much like Hannibal Lecter, since we're talking about Jodie Foster here, yes. um, where they, they, they are kind of like killing people that you feel deserve it. You know what I'm saying? As yeah. opposed to, I'm just a psychopath out here. I'll kill anybody no matter what. So to me, yeah. I feel like outside of a few situations, 
either it was her job or she would have been exposed or not saying that she's not still like a psychopath or whatever, but she's not like, oh, killing people because of some fetish. Like usually she has a reason or she's trying to pay the person back. And in this instance, this is still true. And Mm -hmm. it's just funny because very much like Hannibal Lecter, it's like if people irritate you too much, you might take them out. Because I feel like she didn't really have to kill the stepbrother and his girlfriend, but she was like, "Girl, I didn't like you from the first day I got here. You were talking you're crazy." You're so right. So, <laughs> so you're going up in flames. <laughs> Bye. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. So, uh, let's talk about um, kind of like the final scene when she is like, "I'm going to kill you." or whatever, I'm, I think I'm gonna have to kill you. Um, why do you think it is that the mother, and I guess you've kind of touched on it already, why do you think it is that the mother didn't um, react yeah, a certain anything? way? Yeah. I mean, she could have, surface level, she could have just been like paralyzed and been like, did you really say that? Are you really gonna do it? Or like I said, she could have just been like, I knew it was coming and this is just it. Like, here I go. I, I really don't know, but I do wanna know how she did it because it's on the floor so I was like did she poison her like part of me was like well I guess she didn't have anything to drink but I was wondering how she took her out if she like hit her with something or if she like knifed her before she did the house on fire I was just curious um because there's like a huge lapse in that moment the moments before the big moment of the fire I guess so yeah I'm a little curious but yeah I agree too I do want to see how the final like the final moment between her and her mother so I don't know if that's something that we'll get later or if you know who knows how that'll work yeah so um all right so you guys that pretty much concludes uh this episode (laughs) uh season three episode five uh so i guess we will move on now to our special segment you know (laughs) the female assassin slash female killers um all right, so the person I picked today is, uh, well, she's in between because she was trying to be an assassin, but she missed. So we're talking today about Sarah Jane Moore, um, and she's a would-be assassin because she attempted, she's, one, she's the first woman, though, who ever tried to kill a president. So she actually attempted <clears throat> to assassinate President Ford at the time, and this is in September of September 22nd, 1975. And the reason why it was interesting is I first came across her in this article because they were like, actually, Villanelle is the opposite of what true assassins are because this woman, she has like mousy brown hair. She looks like the person next door while Villanelle, even on a bad day, is wearing designer clothes. So she's always going to kind of stand out. Um, you know, unless she's wearing like clown makeup or whatever. So, um, so this particular woman, she, uh, you know, she shot at the president, but she was able to get close to him basically because she was just sort of like a normal looking, you know, honestly young white girl. Cause I don't think they would let no black girls that close, but that was <laughs> so, um, anywho, but that was the seventies times are different now. Um, okay. So, uh, but for that, um, So then that was the thing. And then she says, okay, like at the time of her arrest, she said, if I had, because I think she was, um, 
but it happened when she had a 38. So her gun was huge. So that's how they kind of, I think, were, she got off a shot, but she missed him. But she's like, if I had a 44 with me, I would have caught him. So, you know, so she said when she got Dang. arrested. So she's like, like I had Gotta have better guns next time. That's how it is. People like that um, are wild. Oh my gosh. But all that being said, as, as many of as we all know from last season as well, um, when I was on here, she um, although she did do some significant time, she uh, she was sentenced to life in prison. Um, and uh, and then basically she said, you know, like at the time she was. Um, excuse me, at her hearing, she says she's she sorry that she tried yes and no because she accomplished little other than throwing the rest of her life away, but she's not sorry that she tried to kill him, um, you know, because at the time it seemed like the right thing to do when she was mad. Um, all right, cool. So basically she was paroled in 2007 and she's out here living among us, but she's like 90, so she probably won't choose you. All right, any quick news and gossip because we gotta hit the road baby. <laughs> nope we'll get to that next time but we should hit predictions for sure because i have one big one what about all you all right go ahead knock it out i'll let you go girl okay so this is my this is my one big prediction i think that her brother's gonna come to find her i think i want that to happen now i'm now i'm second guessing everything but i think they're gonna come after her and be like why'd you do that or i, I don't think they'll like avenge their mother's death but like i think they'll to do something or like meet up with her again okay that's all <laughs> all right well i think if they do it'll be the younger brother because i think the older brother know the mama crazy uh-huh. um but uh i do feel like the younger brother is going to come back again um mm-hmm. all right you guys well thank you so much for joining us we appreciate you all and thank you for making us the espn of t after tv shows and tv talk so Mia, where can they find you and what would you like to promote? Yes, you guys can find me on Twitter at Hot Mess Mia and on Instagram at yours truly Mia. I'm also on the Dead to Me After Show finishing tonight. I'm on the Insecure After Show also on Mondays and I have a YouTube, so I usually comment below. Um, so you can find me there. What about you, Erica? All right, the same thing. You can find me on uh, YouTube at exactly Erica, although I don't usually promote that. You can follow me on all of my social media at Erica, E-R-I-K-A, D as in Dora Edwards. And then tonight, I'm going to be on the after show for the Worst Cooks of America and uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta on Sunday. Until the yes, time Erica. Time. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us and can't wait to see you guys next week for episode six. Ciao for now, folks. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.